his genetic coding is just. I thought weird. you were talking about denim for a sec. Oh yeah, they're so high waisted and they're so tight. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd on. What is everyone? <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Getting yep. in on my intro. Yep. Uh, welcome to Nerd on the Podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve where all levels of nerd are welcome. Yeah, you are. To say welcome one more time. Welcome back, all buttheads <laughs> and slackers. We are back and continuing our anniversary tradition with our third year of podcasting. Ooh, ooh. Oh, no. Where we're covering... Back to the Future Trilogy. Today is Back to the Future Part 2. If you haven't heard the first part, pause this and go back and listen to it before you continue. You've been warned. To start things off, I am Corey. I am Tom. I'm Caitlin. I am Ali. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the NerdOn Nation that is powered by... Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks, like you get early access to these episodes. You get uh, discounts on merch. Uh, Some of you get uh, early access to our merch. (gasps) And you get uh, access to... Anniversary merch. Anniversary merch. What? What? Uh, You also get access to some secret channels on our Discord server. Um, but yeah, lots of fun stuff going on over there. So check that out, uh, to Support the join show. the NerdOn Nation, go to nerdon.tv backslash a Patreon, and then to join the Discord, which is public, except for those super secret Patreon channels, uh, go to nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And a huge shout out to our partners in crime, uh, Apogee Electronics, who have equipped us with these amazing microphones the hype mic um i i say this every week uh every episode it really is a wonderful mic and i cannot um suggest it enough uh if you are looking to get into podcasting if you are looking to stream uh anything that's in the digital world the content creation check it out or just to record your voice yeah Mm -hmm. even if you just want to do that um you can talk into this and record it yeah just if you want your tiktok name to go up Get a I also I it, it, it also hooks up to your iPhone. Just let yeah. you know, I it does, I did actually. some live Instagram videos with it, and it is yeah, it's pretty dope. It's pretty it, and it dope. Is, um, and apparently, it's says. flying off the shelves. So uh, get it while it's hot. You're welcome. Um, get it. And then uh, our big a big shout out to Odyssey headphones. Uh, Bing. Uh, a specific shout out to Jaron over there. Uh, he's really dope. We actually. Uh, needed to use their customer service recently and they were like so boom boom take. boom boom and got it done um pretty awesome people over there both companies really apogee and odyssey have just been super dope people but yeah check them out apogee and odyssey and that that is the housekeeping let us go well back done. to this episode oh. back to the show <laughs> back to the episode Nice. So th- this is um this is a an interesting thing because again two times in a row um and we'll be doing this for the next one so I don't know why I keep thinking that it's an interesting thing but at the end of this episode <laughs> so different than what we normally do I know oh right God. we're just doing so many collaborations I um I, I miss this I miss uh this like having knives out moment um yeah. what we're gonna have because <laughs> at the end of this episode we're gonna rate this bad boy bad girl big dog episode. Do? Um, we are going to go, um, 
rate it, like I said. And so now the first segment of the show, which is going to be... Guess that Marty. 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 Do the Avengers theme, but I didn't. Sully. No, exactly. I stopped that. I stopped that train. Let Alan Silvestri have something more than just Marvel. Feel like it's either going to be the Avengers theme or the X Men theme. One of the two. Why not, why not Jaws theme? That's, anyway, that's so um, if you're brand spanking new to the show, welcome. Hi. Get get seated up. Get in, enjoy what you're doing, whether you're driving or whatever it is, uh, or cooking. enjoy what you're doing, doing or else whatever yeah. it is. Flux baby, capacitor is uh, fluxing. Yes. Um, so we're gonna go around uh, the digital green room, the screens. If you're not watching on YouTube, you should be. Um, but we're gonna rate this film from zero out of five, and no matter how. Uh, high the number is because it technically is uh, typically is uh, you are the grump for the week so uh, since I messed that up completely and it's just <laughs> not normally what I usually say it is uh, I don't know why uh, I'm gonna have uh, Corey open for, do, no no Josh <laughs> go first I like, I'm taking notes <laughs> yeah, all say, Tom's on a roll today <laughs> yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I think that the grump for this episode will be Caitlin Josh. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. Ooh, Wait, whoa. is that your guess too? Rap- it was my guess from the beginning, but I wanted to rapid fire back because I, for some reason, thought he was going to pick me. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that leads to Tom or Ali. Who's next? Um, I'll go. And I will say... Caitlin. <gasps> okay. Don't... <gasps> me. Two for Caitlin. <gasps> Ali. Tom. All right, go fuck yourself too then. <laughs> so that violent. I'm pretty sure uh, we established that this is personal. <laughs> I'm going to also uh, harken back on Ollie's something he should know. Uh, Stan Lee's favorite uh, disrespect term is fuck you. So Really? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Pretty he says that means you have that. nothing else to say. Oh, yeah. That means you've won the, the argument if someone says that back to you. Um, that leaves me. I leave you. Trying to go through all the comments everyone made when we were live streaming. <laughs> uh, He's cheating. He's beautiful mind. I'm going to say, right you know what? I want to say Tom, but he said something that made me possibly. He's I'm gonna say really Tom. offended by me picking him this way. This week. I'm going to say Tom as well. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's okay. That's good. Uh, uh, so uh, <laughs> if you are actually you. part of the Nerd on Nation, then you get to be shouted out by. Corey, which is going to explain that right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during the Nordic Nation, you get to take part in polls, guessing that grump. And if you get it right, you get a shout out on the episode, uh, such as this week, where they guessed uh, Josh would be the grump of the episode. Ooh. I do want to, like, so this is. I'm right. I'm so excited. Well, this is going to be a lot of fun. So it goes uh, Ali and, and, and I go first uh, because mm-hmm. we don't have any votes. And the yeah. rest of you hash it out because y'all got Again? two. Yeah, I got, did I get two? <laughs> this happened. Yeah, yes. I, Josh gave you two, gave you one, and I gave you yeah. Two. Josh and Tom, Josh and then gave Tom me has two, Ali and, and me, and then Tom Josh has Caitlin two. and the Nerd on Nation. <laughs> yeah. So okay. alphabetical again, I'm assuming. Yeah, or let's do reverse alphabetical, alphabetical yeah. or pull straws from a hat. Yeah. Pull straws from a hat. Uh, so now we go to the complete spoiler of that, um, which is going to be our first impressions or initial reactions. And I will go first this time, um, and uh, I'll say. Uh, when I watched the trilogy as a child, this was the movie I always skipped. Um, and uh, as an adult, when I learned how to uh, appreciate 
just the technical aspect of what went into making this film, I was like, why did I do that to myself? Why did I deprive myself? Also, it's like, you know, easily the darker of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, so dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in terms of what happens and the consequences. And I think, again, we're in spoiler-free uh, country. Uh, or spoiler-free timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Or, or as George McFly. <laughs> Oh, stop. I hate that laugh. I hate it. No. Peanut brittle ensues. Yeah, you know, the first film, you know, did like, hey, we're doing a time travel story, except we're going to put in all of the funny antics that we would normally put into an 80s film. And then this film kind of took the escalation of like, we went to the past. Where do we go? We go to the future. Um, and it was more of like the consequence. And I, I really enjoy just the idea of consequence of what time travel does. It, it harkens much more upon that. If anything, that's the major plot of it. Um, so I, uh, it, it's funny. And also to think about just all of the, I hate to, I hate to put it into a comparison pool, but it's like the Eddie Murphy, Mike Myers comedy of, you know, one person playing multiple roles mm. thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's just really enjoyable. So, uh, Starring it, it Michael is. J. Fox and Michael, Michael J. J. Fox and as Michael J. Michael Fox. J. Fox <laughs> with Michael introducing because um, yeah, he just so, played four parts in this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, it's it's a funny it's a funny uh, expansion and, a, and an interesting consequence conversation with the film. So I, I as an adult have appreciated it more than when I was a child. That's mm. all I'm going to say. Oh, oh next. next. Um. um Oh, okay. So not alphabetical. Corey, what did <laughs> you think? What were your first impressions? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, for the longest time, this was my favorite one. Uh, mm. Shout out to Netta. Yeah. Um, but as I, again, as, I, as Tom said, as I got older, I think the first one kind of like slid to the top spot. Just uh, as, as just you do. Just like in those DMs, older, baby. It's, it's weird. As you get older and you evolve, it's like your tastes change depending on your life experiences. But anyway. What? Uh, this is still really fun to Tom's point, uh, as a, as a filmmaker, I'm just really impressed with the excruciating detail that went into creating this film. Uh, and, um, I really enjoy, uh, I mean, we'll get it. It was obviously spoiler free. I really enjoy a few aspects of this that are very blink and you miss it kind of things, uh, as far as like characters go. So, uh, yeah, I'll leave it there. I, I love this movie. Nice. Nice. I'll go next. Um, As I have said a time before, uh, Back to the Future, the whole trilogy is very special to me. Uh, For this one, I just remember just being so enamored with it because it had such an aspect of like you, there are a lot of aspects, even from the first movie that were included in this, that you're like, oh, this is so neat. Um, And then the future aspect of like, what if? And that kind of stuff, and the technology that they were playing with, and Ugh. Um, to this day, I still want all of it. To this day, <laughs> to this day, um, just a lot of really, I, I really, I liked, I liked it a lot. Um, it is one of my favorites in the trilogy, but it's, yeah, that's. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Wow, we one are out of totally, three, one of your favorites. We are <laughs> all three of them are your favorites. We are uh, in spoiler free, so uh, I like it. Spoiler free, baby. Kaylin Ali, you like it? I like it. I said I love it, but that's fine. I want um, some more of it. I I love this movie. Um, it was actually my favorite uh, growing up, 
And really when I think back to like why, it's mostly because of the 2015 stuff. But really yeah. that's only like a third of the movie. Um, and then that got me thinking about like, it's such a different format from like the other two it feels like because it, it's more of an adventure, like um, kind of spoilery, I guess. But like they got they got rid of the uh, the conflict of the of the time machine being a problem. Mm-hmm. So like they had the freedom to like go wherever they wanted. And so they ended up in like three or four different, you know, timelines. So that was really cool. Um, it was just really nice to see like um, alternate perspectives on like a scene or on a situation and how like it it can be so complex and and so confusing to have a scene like like some of the scenes like we've had in this one but um somehow they pull it off and it's you can follow it and it's hilarious uh and it's exciting and suspenseful and it's it's i think it's a really well done especially that that like last act of the movie i think is really really well put together really well done we've said it on here before that like a lot of the times the second film Harkens to Empire Strikes Back, where you're like, well, you've established the rules. Yeah. Now let's just play with the pieces. Now it's a sandbox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like that's kind of like. So I really you. dug that aspect of it. Yeah. Just like getting a taste of like three different timelines and all that good stuff. That was fun. Caitlin? I'm kind of in the same realm as Tom for when I was watching this as a kid. I, I slept on a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, but something that, I still liked it. I still liked the movie as a kid. Mm. But as a it kid. had this kind of like Mario Brothers live action feel to it. I was just waiting for um, Dennis Hopper to pop out being like, I'm Bowser. Yeah. No, the like future future the 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 are bad you, timeline. Are you spoil, the darkest timeline uh has that that you know that Same corrupted problem, mushroom kingdom feel. Um I I loved the variants. I think Biff, all of Biff, made the second movie great. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the butthead. hopping around is like a lot of fun, huh? Okay, butthead. All of Biff. <laughs> well, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't realize how because it always unsettled me. Like Biff really unsettled me as a kid in specifically this movie. But now watching it, like as an adult, I'm like, oh. You're just look at you being everywhere, yeah. doing everything, I and love also getting an that, actor like, nerd on over here. Like this mm-hmm. is, yeah, a little bit, rules, please. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I like I like the movie more now, especially because I can pay attention to those like um, that attention to detail, the pulling from the first movie, the the. The things that they did, you're just like, oh my god, how the, did you how did you do that? The homages, Hum- yeah. yeah, the hummus, the hummusage, hummages, the hummuses. I call it really homage. good. <laughs> yeah, omelette du hummus fromage. Was real good. Anyway, I liked it. There you go. Is that a cheesy homage? Is it is a fromage? Cheesy hummus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so now moving past that, we got everyone's initial reactions, right? Yes. There are spoilers now. Uh, so now, no. It's still not spoiler, technically. <laughs> um, that's Ollie's fault. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a brief synopsis and then our production. And our brief synopsis will be brought to you, Bart, by Josh. Oh, wait, Welcome yeah, back yeah, to yeah. Radio Nerd On. Here is the <laughs> brief synopsis. In this zany sequel, time-traveling duo Marty McFly and Dr. Emmett Brown return from saving Marty's future son from disaster, only to discover their own time transformed. In this nightmarish version of Hill Valley, Marty's father has been murdered. 
and Bill Tan- Biff Tannen, Marty's nemesis, has profited. After uncovering the secret to Biff's success, a sports almanac from the future, Marty and the Doc embark on a quest to repair the space-time continuum. 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 <laughs> No? So I heard Nemesis Tenet now in, in theaters. Jeez. <laughs> oh, was it uh what was it Caitlin? I said so I heard Nemesis is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> your your best friend. Just trash man popping through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Replacement Mr. X. Um, <laughs> and, gets taken away and, and take him to the Nemesis program. And so now we'll get to the the last part of all the like the little um production stuff. Um brought to you by me, Tom. Um, the distribution was Universal Studios who brought to you films such as Sing. We all we all remember saying, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> "Et extraterrestrial," uh, and King Kong, the the non non legendary films version, but like the original thing. one. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I looked up. So okay, behind the scenes, I look up the top films of Universal Studios. Sing is one of them. Sing is really? one of the top twenty films yeah. of all time from Universal Studios. Um, the animated no. one. Yep, with the, the pig who wants to sing. The sings? Yeah. 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 Uh, huh. yeah, 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 yeah. I guess y'all been sleeping on That's it. Cool. Anyway, so director Robert it. Zemeckis, uh, who brought us such films as Flight, um, Beowulf, and Beowulf, and The Walk. Um, producers Bob Gale, so same people as before. Bob Gale did Interstate 60 episodes of The Road, Used Cars, Neil Canton, uh, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension, The Witches of Eastwick, and Money Train. Writers, uh, the story is Robert Zemeckis, uh, again, who uh, wrote such films as I Want to Hold Your Heart, Morgan Tomorrow, and, and The Witches. Uh, upcoming film, The Witches. Um, screenplay, Bob Gill, uh, 1941, I Want to Hold Your Hand, Interstate 60 Episodes of the Road. And then also helped screenplay was Robert Zemeckis. Um, so cast is Michael J. Fox, uh-huh. uh, Spin City, <laughs> Rescue Me, Stuart Little, Christopher Lloyd, Adam's Family, <laughs> Over the Garden Little. Wall. Uh, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. Uh, Leah Thompson uh, for Scorpion, J. Edgar, and Casual Sex. Uh, I, I thought it slipped. Casual Sex. Um, Crispin Glover. <laughs> Crispin Glover, who did uh, Willard, River's Edge, and American Gods. Thomas, uh, Thomas F. Wilson, Back to the Future TV show, DC Legend Tomorrow, and Tales of Arcadia animated shows. The release date for this film was uh, November uh, 20... No, this is not right. Did I not update this? No, it's right. Okay. November 22nd, 1989. Um, and the runtime is 108 minutes. The budget for the film was 40 million. Remember, the first film was 19 million. Yeah. Oh. So they doubled that, and then they uh, bro- raked in 336 million dollars worldwide. The Rotten Tomato score for critics is 65, while for audience sits at a nice crispy uh, Cribby. 85. Crippy. Crippy. Cri- 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 a and a five percent. Yes. Uh, so yeah, there it is. Uh, a little, little, little differentiation between the audience and critics. Wow. But now we get to move on to our favorite parts of the show, which is our favorite I'd, parts. I'd like to actually go on record and state a few of the things that the movie somehow got right in 2015. Uh, okay. Magically, uh, I will start off with saying that the the Cubs won this World Series the fine the following year, but they were in the playoffs in 2015, which oh, wow. is miraculous because if you know anything about the Cubs. That was a joke that they would ever years. get to the World Series. Yeah, uh, and that there's have a baseball team in Florida. We ha- yeah, we <laughs> have biometric technology such as uh, fingerprint scanners, touch face ID. scanners. We have That's touch true. ID. We have uh, electronic payment, which was uh, a joke as well. Uh, smart we watches. do have uh, smart smart watches and smart glasses that mm-hmm. we see throughout the entire f- future part of the film. If you remember, Marty 
Junior puts them on while he's at the dinner scene and it's just mm-hmm. like not paying attention to everyone. Um, but uh, also uh, Marlene can answer a phone call through her yeah. glasses. Yeah. We technically have had a few cars by 2015 that have run off uh, like scraps such as coffee and uh, un- and oil and unused uh, cooking oil and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Flea is still awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They got that right. Uh, video calling. They got right, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, and Elizabeth Shue right still looks great <laughs> in 2015. She still looks awesome. So uh, just to name a few things that they got right. One, I want to do a special shout out also for um, activewear. Women yeah. in activewear, baby. That's just everyone walking around in that shit. At least in yeah. LA. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. Activewear. Well, Lululemon. Activewear. activewear. <laughs> Catch me there um, I think that covers most of it. There's probably a few more. Uh, Pepsi Free was available, but that was a marketing stunt. In 2015, oh. they released Pepsi Free. Uh, oh, and hands-free gaming. Yeah. That was what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands-free gaming, which was, again, a joke in 89, uh, became very relevant with the uh, Xbox Pelican. and PlayStation. And are you, are you doing stuff that, Frodo like, Baggins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you doing stuff that is that happened oh, yeah. in 2015 for us or stuff Maybe that's happened would. so far? Well, that was available by 2015. So okay. in 2015, yeah. you use your hands means that... Yeah. Wireless gaming or, or touchless gaming has been around for quite a while, which the, uh, what was it called? The Xboxes. Uh, oh, the Kinect. The Kinect uh, had been around for quite yeah. some time. Yeah. Um, and although it's by, dead now. By uh, 2020, 20, uh, Michael mm-hmm. J. Fox was given um, the power laces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nike's power laces. So I thought that was yeah, really fucking that was dope. cool. Um, anyway, that's a few things that got right, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, also, si- side thing. Did anyone watch that video I sent them on the thread? Yes. Oh, the Jimmy Kimmel thing? Yeah. yeah I saw well, I saw that when it yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. I was watching and it. That was, oh. pretty, that was pretty awesome. For the anniversary. So the day that they come to uh, 2015, October 20-something. Uh, 29th. 29th. 29th, yeah. yeah 29th, they come in. And then Jimmy Kimmel had this whole thing. And then they do this whole bit of like, do yeah. you guys have hoverboards? Like, we do, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, so. so you can still get arrested so on them, though. They got that right in 2015. Yeah. You can still get arrested on a hoverboard. Yeah. Uh, they did get the, uh, yeah, the Biff power. Tannen thing. Yeah, that guy's, he's running for president now. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, Biff. I'll oh. go ahead and uh, start just because my one, one of my favorite parts is right at the beginning. My favorite thing is Marty saying, what happens to us in the future? What, do we become assholes or something? I just like that that is his worry. That yeah, we have I, become assholes. Case. Same with the first <laughs> The first biggest movie. You yeah. said the same thing about the first movie that you loved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, that's I want to add, add to that because I love that Christopher Lloyd's uh, uh, performance, uh, his delivery of, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah. it's something so like wacky and he's like, oh, no, no, no. It's not about you. It's about your kids. So I was yeah. like, it's that moment. Tom Segura has a bit about that. He's like, you ever ask someone something so stupid that they have to reset their brain? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's like, he asked, Tom Segura asked the stewardess a stupid question and she went, no. <laughs> or no. did he want to say yes and then realize <laughs> that it was That's his whole thing. Is like, what? Oh, no, 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 no. That's dumb. Uh, no, look, no, no. your kids. Um, I also would have loved if like, so when newly cast girlfriend walks around the corner and he- Elizabeth Shue. Oh. Uh, and uh, why am I brain farting? What is her name? Her character name? Jennifer. 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 Yeah. I would have loved it if Marty goes, Jennifer, did, did you change your hair? Like, <laughs> I've seen well, some Tom shows handle recasting, like just like on Iron point. Man Iron Man is the best example Tom brought up during that. Yeah, it's during me, get stream. over it. Yeah, Rhodey comes in, yeah, it's me, get over it. And they just go on with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
for one of my favorite parts, in all honesty, actually, it was uh, I rewatched it again after our um, our watch along, um, which you guys can still watch, um, but still have the movie with yourselves. Um, was uh, it's something that like it, this is a new oh I really like this moment of experiencing Marlene McFly, um, Mar- and that is Marty's yeah. daughter. Played by Michael, Michael J. Fox. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> and that's right. Oh, it's this, it's this whole like swinging mind. whooshy with the hair yeah. over exaggeration. But the voice got me. I was like, who did the ADR for that? And I did a quick look. Apparently, Gray Delisle Griffin. Oh, what? shit. The oh. voice, but is uncredited for it. And I was like, wow, Azula, everyone. Princess <laughs> Azula of the Fire Nation gave you that voice. Mm-hmm. So you wow. better thank her next time. Absolutely. Uh, that's, and, uh, wow, that's like a good, good job, Tom. Deep cut, Tom. Kudos yeah. to you to, for for looking that up for uncredited. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I assumed it was like, just him making a voice. Oh yeah, so yeah, and that's what I thought. I was like, ah, I think he's talented, but I don't know if he's like. I don't know about that. There, there's only a few people I think in the world that can just throw their voice into something else. Did you hear him play? Fred Armisen is one Johnny of those people. <laughs> Fred Armisen is that person. Yeah. If you've been watching any of the Google ads recently, then you know that he's that person. Yes. Um, also, I guess one of my favorite things is, um, I, I would say, so again, chat, like Corey said, shout out to Netta, our friend. Uh, yeah, any, I thought I really did not like the film. And then I realized the latter half of the film is like, like a best moment the entire, entire way through any type of like mm-hmm. them having to go avoid themselves in 1955. Oh yeah. Is amazing. Oh my God. That, and, all uh, of that. I was just like, wow. And like, like shout out to the, the creative ways that they split the screen. Yeah. Yes. Like there were yeah. so many cool, like when we were doing the stream, we were like, oh, look how they did it then. Look, oh, you can see the the split right there. It's just like back in the 80s, it's like, wow, kudos. That was mm-hmm. so creative and amazing. Yeah. Zooms and pans and stuff with that as well. Yeah. Um, for me, I have a few favorite parts, but the one that always sticks out to me is I think he took that guy's wallet. That guy, <laughs> yeah. I look forward to that scene throughout the whole the whole movie. Like, wow, did he take his wallet. I think he took that guy's wallet. Uh, it just it the delivery that that actor brought to that role. It could have been a really unfunny part. It really could have been uh, like yeah. just this forgettable. Like, I think he took his wallet. Like, oh, ha, ha, he's accusing him of stealing. But that guy's he just came to the table with something super unique and super different. And I just how can his his face How moves when he, he says it. I think he took that guy's wallet. That's what I imagine uh, like the four or five people like behind camera that are like, that he's like talking to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're yeah. just like, oh, oh. God. We're just oh. how excited the people in the casting must have been when he finally came in and they were like, yeah, thank you. That's it. Um, that also in and, that, in that hey, particular Zemeckis, scene. Are you looking for that new line? <laughs> <laughs> also in that particular scene when he asks, uh, this is just like a fun fact of what I CPR. learned of like C- what CPR and it wasn't invented for another couple of years, which yeah, is like, yeah, you think of something that's so important to us now, you're like, wow, it wasn't even yet. No, they yeah. used to give uh, women cigarettes to give birth. So, you know, that was a weird time. Uh, <laughs> for me, the the two kind of low key things that I really love and it kind of goes with uh, Doc being in the international thief that he is. Oh, right. Uh, is Doc saving the day twice? Uh, once times. is with the door. It's like just fly as fuck oh, yeah. hitting Biff with the door. Old, or, you know, uh, bad Biff, time. Bad Biff. Biff. Yeah. Uh, to save Marty and then the ribbon having the ribbon at the end of the tunnel and just being mm-hmm. like 
there for Marty no matter what. Just like actively being there. Like, what can I do? How can I save him? What can I do? It's like Rick uh, if he was nice. Yeah, Actually, if Rick yeah. was nice. Um, and just how much he, he, you know, kind of enjoys it. Like, if you see how proud he is when after he hits first the biff with the door and just kind of like, You're, you enjoy this adventure nice shit. Shot. Um, <laughs> and then the last thing that always, uh, 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 you know, there are a plethora of things that I love about this film, but the I'm young, I'm old bit where they oh. both at the same oh, yeah. time shouted and, and pass out is 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 really well done. There was a Looks like Caitlin wants to go ne- next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There was a fly like on my microphone and I kept trying to be like, haha, shoot. And it was like, uh, our special Caitlin guest flies for this room. episode. <laughs> fly on the wall. Go on. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I don't even know. There's... All right, Ollie, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, going back, the dance... I think the dance section is probably my favorite, especially when the whole sequence of when his dad is going to come save his mom from the car and like you're viewing that from behind, like everything with the principal and having to get the almanac back, like the timing of all of that. I have that that written here, by the way. Ooh la la. (laughs) Ooh la la. Like that was so, all of that was great. And they even, like, they gave you every piece. Like, there there wasn't anything that was, like, unintentional. Yeah. Which feels very rare it, for movies it, in, in, a, in a weird way, it, it's in, interesting that they replay all of, like, the quote-unquote greatest hits of right. the first film in that. Yeah. Um, oh, and, remember? Yeah. And they kind of have remember? to, though, because it was four, almost five years later. Right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It was, yeah, five, four years later. Yeah. Um, Ali, any favorite parts, baby? Yeah, um, I loved, I mean, I ate up all, every little bit of, uh, alternate 85. Uh, mm-hmm. I love, like, when he meets oh Strickland, God. uh. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and he's, like, still calling those slackers. shooters slackers. And, and shooting <laughs> with a fucking shotgun. With a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they, dr- they were doing a drive No, I know, yeah. but it's just, like, you have That's the school reveal, principal though, with this, like, shotgun first, and, like, a like, belt. What? Well the, um, well, the school burned down like six years ago. He's and not, so, yeah. you know, man, you got to It was Mad it was Max. Like, <laughs> I love like Hill Valley, like how it was dressed and like the reveal of like Biff Tower or whatever built on top of the courthouse and and like just the like the costumes like of that whole sequence um, and like the rooftop scene. It's just like a the homeless a great, guy. Watch that's where why you're I, going, crazy wanted, drunk pedestrian. <laughs> this thing. <laughs> Uh, his, a little his life peek behind change. the curtain. <laughs> we do this thing where we have animated character versions of ourselves every year, oh, yeah, dressed yeah. as the characters yeah. from the. Thing. And that's you, baby. And I, 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 requ- I, the first thing I wanted, I was like, I know exactly who I want to be. I want to be alternate eighty-five Biff with the robe, and it and turned out great. Yeah, <laughs> check that out on our socials and whatnot. Oh my god, it's <laughs> um, uh, for uh, go ahead, Josh. I was just gonna. I mean the the whole. It's really the sequence of revealing the future and then the hoverboard sequence. I, I there's just little there's just little moments of like Biff at one point goes there's something very familiar about this. Like old Biff it yeah. says that and then um I love the 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 like the the bad guys that are behind him. The just the delivery huh? of the line of unless you've got power. Power. Yeah. <laughs> unless you've got power. Jay Scott Lee, man. Shout out to and his Mowgli. laugh. Shout out to Mulan yeah. that came out. <laughs> his and voice box whatever. on his chest, by the way. <laughs> and then um, Jaws 19. 
uh, where it's, it's really, really this time personal. it's really, really personal, which personal. is the, the Jaws, the revenge. Its tagline was this time it's personal and it's directed by Max Spielberg, Steven Spielberg's son. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, that's just little things like that. that um, like, okay. The part okay. that you mentioned as well with, um, with old, old Biff in 2015, where he's like, this seems oddly familiar. I like how at the beginning of this film, they set it up where Biff is again the antagonist, um, but more so. You know, like Biff is just kind of like this obstacle in the first film. And here he is truly an antagonist where ever since the events of uh, where we're going, we don't need roads. You see um, Biff in the new 1985 uh, in the good ver- in the good timeline where he says, what the hell is going on? Oh, yeah. And then the, he's like the, the a flying DeLorean. I haven't seen one of those yeah. in 30. Like it's just there's so many things that during this watch through like our, our stream and then I watched him again. Um, mm-hmm. there's just so many little details that I'm like, you guys, well, it, you it's cool. guys, <laughs> what also zooms in one, one thing you don't have is obviously they reshot it. But I think one thing, I don't think it's in the first movie, but it's in the second movie is the very end of that beginning scene. It zooms in on Biff being like, what the hell's going on around yeah, here? No, you don't so it just starts with that. Yeah. <laughs> that was, um, like, all right. This well, is going to be. Well, no, and then it has like this, you know, boom, boom, like, you know, uh, percussion that happens. And uh, it, it's, it's like, dun, okay, and also right after that point, I remember as a kid enjoying Sombra. the opening credits, mm-hmm. enjoying the fucking little soaring Cali- through yeah. USA, you know, cloud oh, shit. There's another thing that they got right about 2015. While we don't have flying cars, traffic is still terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. One thing also, uh, so more, the, some things I, I really actually love that aren't like huge moments is actually right before it's in 1955 and it's after Marty gets clocked by Biff and he takes the almanac back and he's like, I messed up, man. He knocked me out. He caught at me. And then he's like, it's all my fault. And then doc really quickly does like, it's like no time for that. It's like, where'd he go? It's like, so yeah. on the oh, mission. Yeah. And that's um, like what I'm talking about. There is this side of doc that is just like, there's more to you than just a wacky old scientist. Like, well, it, it, to me, it's the it is the integrity of science, and where because like it's he asked he asked two things that I really or he postulates two things that I really love in this film. Um, the universal question is mm-hmm. why, and then also is 1955 a time junction? Like how yeah. all these events always come back to there, and I was like, that's a really interesting thing. It's like, if we're going to come back there, you have to have some sense of reason. And why would a scientist be like, why would he go back there at that time specifically? Why didn't he go mm-hmm. any other time other than that? Other than, you know, the story writers wanted to do that and be like, hey, we could also maybe potentially cut down on some locations if we just green screen Yeah, but them, also, but- like, if you can write it to make sense, that's impressive. Yeah, you know, work your way the, backwards. The doc can, like, points it out, I think, that is a huge deal. And yeah. like him pointing out, like this must be a significant point in time. Like that's enough. Like, well, I'll give, I'm I'll give a shout out to the writers because they could have just had it happen. Yeah, yeah. they could have just been yeah. like, let's just have him go back to that time. Yeah. yeah, but they took the time to actually deconstruct. Okay, let's give him a reason to go back. It's because it's a time junction where it splits into two different timelines. Right. And da, 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 da. It just um, shows that they care and they they like wanted to make sure that the plot like. Yeah, you know, you you could pick apart the time travel parts of it, of course, all day. But you know, as far well, as like a cohesive story they could follow it was you know, it's, it's, it's like when they do fan service there's a big reason for it you know right. and um and i think it, it set a, a tone for sequels and stuff like that but um yeah. also a, a certain thing that again it's christopher christopher lloyd thing 
Um, <sighs> that man oh my can, God. can do no wrong. He, I just want him to do all the exposition for every movie. Yeah. <laughs> like at the beginning of the film where it's like Space why'd you bring her man it's like she saw the DeLorean I had to do something and it's like don't worry we'll put her back there da, da, da. and then they leave Jennifer in the after 1985 uh, timeline it's like we can't just leave Ayn and, and Jennifer it's like don't worry when all things come back the world will change around I'm like wow yeah you just the thing is it is a hand wavy thing it is 100% yeah. a hundred percent a written hand wavy thing I would what highly Christopher recommend Lloyd does it is just I would highly recommend watching the video there's a video version because the ride doesn't exist anymore. The Back to the Future ride from uh, Universal it's Florida. So it was so good. It, there's so a good. there's an intro video you watch, and it's like seven minutes long, mm-hmm. and it has uh, Christopher Lloyd and Biff in it. Biff basically Biff has escaped from 1955 and is in the in the lab, and you have to try to find him. And he anyway, it's I'd highly re- it's worth watching just for the performances. Yeah. alone. Like I watched it the other day, and I was like. They got rid of this? The, the OG me? Universal Studio rides that were just like, here's this talking thing of telling you what the story is, and then you go onto a ride and you just bounce up and down for a couple of Jurassic like, Park used to do that. Yeah, they used those, to have this those, whole thing. Those little animatics are great. They're getting back yeah. to that now. Yeah. People, uh, I think they're realizing that practice. They, works, so. there, is a, there is a Uncanny Valley kind of thing, or like there is a limit to how much digital entertainment you can give someone at a theme park where they go, yeah, I but also it depends movie. on your your screen refresh rate if you're just gonna throw up or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I wanna I wanna pop in with some Biff appreciation though oh because God, here it comes. I know, but he's just in this movie specifically though because you've got him being like cyborg Biff who seems to be <laughs> short circuiting constantly. Well, yeah. he says it. His, I was watching his, his uh, facial expression. Yeah. Bio like, implants were wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he, like that was just phenomenal. That actually scared me as a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, holy crap! Like, wow, good job. And then you have old Biff, and then you have 1955 Biff. And has is that all the Biffs? No, we no, have we alternate have, yeah. timeline Biff. Yeah. And you also have Mad Dog Tannen in that one. Yeah, a oh, picture, yeah. just a little and picture. You also have, uh, just the little. So he's like five different people in one it's movie. Bookended with, but his, also, uh, but I, also you have um, the growing into the alternate timeline Biff of. I just want to say, God bless America. You know, like that yeah. kind of shit. We're all just like, wow. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, he's meeting the you? president. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what are you going to do when you marry Lorraine? He's like, hey, you know, third time's a charm. <laughs> and I was oh. like, that's Yeah. Shit. Like, Does, the, isn't Reagan taking his like fifth term or something like that? Uh, something was it Reagan like, or Nixon? Nixon. Maybe that was. No, it. I think, I think it was it's Nixon. Reagan. Because okay. I, I know Reagan. that Reagan loved the, the joke in the first one. And so they included him in the oh, other. Oh, it had to have been a current president. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because then yeah, because he was in also in in 2015 as the like the menu guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, well, that was terrifying. <laughs> but but yeah, everything about everything about Biff was just like horrifying, and it really solidifies that he is like his entire family line An is just like chaos. horrible people. They're just like. Well, I mean, the same thing with, with villains. Marty's family line. Like, it just, they're kind of just, you know, like his his uh, grand or uncle or whatever, great uncle or whatever, got killed because he couldn't let people call him chicken. Chicken. Right. Um, it's like how much of it is choice and how much of it is DNA. I will right. also say, uh, Marty has some powerful ass genes. Like, his genetic coding is just... I thought you were talking about denim for a sec. Oh, yeah. They're so high-waisted, and they're so tight. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It just turns me on. Um, No! no. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm with you, Tom. (laughs) No! Oh, don't make it worse with the laugh. Um, But no, Marty McFly has powerful genes where 
you see no Lorraine in any of his children. They're all him. Yeah. Oh, and just think about that in the reality. I'm like, if we... Super dominant. You know, it's like, wow, they all look like him. And, and as we'll find out in the later films, it's like, hit, like no one looks like George McFly. No one looks like Lorraine. No one looks like... So what happens when you break contract with a guy and <laughs> yeah. doesn't want to come back for your other films. You hear that epic? Okay, so next person. I have a question for this, but I'll pin it for the third movie. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Any other favorite parts? Uh, I mean, next time honestly, on Back to the Future, <laughs> I could do a whole. I think we could do a whole episode on favorite parts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So Easily. I think we can. Well, no. I think we can safely say that we know that there's a ton. Oh, I'll, I'll say. Oh, one thing is, I did like when I was a kid watching the end of being to be concluded. Mm-hmm. That was good. And I was like, and then they show you a little snippet of it, and I'm like, oh, holy yeah. shit! Like it felt like, and to me, I was like, I talked about it in the first film where I was like, the first one was like. It feels so standalone. It doesn't have to do anything. And then it gives you that oomph of like, would you want more? And then this yeah. one's like, okay, you well, asked for more. And how are we going to The entire scene it? at the I'll end. Rewind. Yeah. With the Western just, Union guy. Yeah. That whole Fantastic. like, even, oh, yeah. even rewind even more back up to oh. like, after they, they succeed. Like after the almanac is burnt. Like from yeah. that moment to the end is like, it's still riveting and it's still exciting. And he's up there with the thunder and the, and the yeah. flags. It gives, well, it gives you a whole dramatic. like, after he goes away, you're like, what happens next? And yeah, then they go on to the next film. See, like, we the, actually had a bet seeing if you'd you actually see in be the here. Sky, it took me a while to figure that what that was because it looks like it just says 99, but it's actually the it's the it's the fire in yeah. a spiral. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it just kind of like spiraled into the past. Uh, and I think he said, doesn't he say like, I guess I'm out 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. he lost the bet. But then he also he left. <laughs> yeah. I also like that they they kind of give you like it messes with you a little bit because you're like, okay, they can go anywhere in time at this point. So where would they go? And that had a very noir feel for like a second. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, are they going to go like Play the just a little game. bit further back? <laughs> like the 20s or, or 30s? Yeah, 20s or 30s. And then when he's like, oh, I'm part of the like the Western Union. So then it's like, oh, oh, we're oh. going I love the way that he back. goes. I I have something for you, really intense, and it almost yeah. looks like he's gonna grab a gun and he's. Well, like, I mean, Western exactly. Union has been around for still and, around, still yeah. around now. Yes. It's, it's how you can uh, transfer yeah. money very easily to people. I found in New York <laughs> when I was broke. Yes. Thanks, Dad. Shout out. Yeah. But also, yeah. Dad, also shout out to keeping me fed. The very Western end of Union. the film where they say the title. We got to go back. Yeah. I'm back. back I'm future. back from the future. From the future. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <gasps> another great movie. scream. Another great scream yeah. from Christopher Lloyd. Oh, when he yeah. when he sees him, he's like, I did it. He jumps and then Olsen comes running in. And, he's and he comes running and grabs him. He's like, ah! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do love the end on a great Scott and a faint. Favorite yeah. characters? Favorite characters. Um, We will. I, yeah, go ahead. I can go. I know mine right off the bat. Top two? Yeah, same. Doc and Biff. Oh, For the same reasons it. Caitlin said, I, I had it written. I mean, that's the reason. It's because he plays five different Biffs. And not only that, but he also so plays all Biffs, like. Or do you have a specific Biff? I don't. I, I mean, to be honest, just it's really more the actor that I'm impressed yeah. with. And yeah. I enjoy seeing the different nuances he brings to the performances. I think same. Uh, like, you know, as being an assuming old man. And then, but really, he's secretly like plotting and planning and. Uh, I just I I think that it's a wonderful performance and yeah Biff is it but I got to give it to Christopher Lloyd in these films it's just like I don't think he can do any wrong and anyone else trying to pull off the wild shit he's trying to pull oh. off character wise in this movie would come off so corny but yeah. he just has so much heart that I just doc see and I'm 
flip that. I'm Biff, Biff and then Doc. Doc. But for all the same reasons. So that's uh, it Copy for me. and paste. For copy, who? paste, Biff copy, and Doc? Copy, paste, uh, Corey's... Uh, okay. Doc Because that's Biff. exactly what I, I just said, Biff. <laughs> I mean, Doc is like the given for me. Like I left a space of like Doc, Doc, and then Doc. Biff. Doc, just anytime Doc, Biff. Biff, no matter what version. I will say though, Marty, uh, Marty McFly, uh, uh, Michael J. Fox plays the same amount of characters. Yeah, I was yeah, going to no. yeah, point that out. Uh, yeah. My favorite is Biff uh, and Marty because of he plays like he has like four roles that he plays in this. Um, and one of my favorite, my actual favorite part of the entire movie that I didn't even mention is the uh, the drive back scene with the hoverboard in the tunnel. Oh uh, yeah, man! That whole sequence of him realizing that he's still there, and like. The chase and him having to like hoverboard back out and the flash. The was like, that whole about sequence. to obliterate him with this car. Or when and like it's like the, a completely silent uh, scene. It's just music and yeah. and facial expressions, and it's really really well done sequence. It's a uh, and I love the little nuances, which kind of goes on to explain why they don't remember Marty. When he's behind the tree and Young Biff is talking about the car, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember." Just hasn't thought about it for a while, and I think yeah. that's kind of the filmmaker's way of being like. Not everyone remembers everything, you piece of shit. Right. <laughs> Random dudes. Well, also, probably in 1989, no one remembered anything. Or they just chose yeah. not to remember it. Yeah. We're here in 2020. We're like, never forget. The um, 60s and so, 70s were an well, interesting Well, forget about time. it. Forget about it. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Mark. For me, uh, I think it's probably... It's so hard not to pick the bay. Um, but, uh, bigger. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Biff. A couple of reasons too in this one. It's Biff, Biff for Caitlin. <laughs> He's not my bae. Yeah, he uh-uh. is. You love him. Don't, Which don't, version don't. Is, is bae Biff? Lorraine, don't words she plays mouth, four Tom. characters too. Yeah, I really enjoyed herself. her actually as like, um, as a really old grandma. <laughs> it's like, you're, your your father, always blah, blah. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. Um, and it's like, you know how to hydrate a pizza mom. Um. But uh, I think yeah. So Biff and uh, and Doc, Doc, seen. Doc is Doc is the one. Just because, yeah, just that part where he's like, "Where do you go?" It's just like, oh my god! Like the 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 stakes are always oh, so good. Anyways, uh, that's it for me. Okay. Uh, so now qualms. Qualms. I have one. Who's got him? Go ahead, Corey. Leaving the fucking door open all the time in the keys in the, the car and not learning a damn thing. Yeah, that's it. That's why Marty's not my favorite character. This one. It seemed yeah. so convenient. Yeah. That they took all this time to explain why 1955 is the the hub for, you know, and yet how does Biff get the car? Well, let's have Marty leave the door open and the keys in the ignition. To go see a dog of being a, walked. Of a time travel machine. And Marty doesn't even do anything. He just stands in the fucking middle of the street for like 20 minutes until Doc finally goes, come on, like, help me. I will He's say, like, oh. Corey, I mean, we've been playing this little D&D campaign for a little bit and seeing how much you drop your shit for an animal mm. <laughs> well it's one of those things you I wouldn't leave my out. keys in the ignition of a uh, well you don't time, time it out too hard because it's like a quiet neighborhood at the middle of the night yeah you would is, definitely hear the you're car you're gonna hear a car off. start up and drive <laughs> yeah but if it's Regardless, a future and car the, the, the trash cans too have you yeah. ever yeah. have you ever heard uh, an electric car start you barely hear that shit in the car. In That's not how they portray the DeLorean, though. <laughs> it goes when you're worried about, like, he, makes lots he of hits noise. everything he can hit before yeah. he gets up. <laughs> but it, I don't even mind that. Like, I can suspend my disbelief that yeah. they were out of earshot, or they're just thinking it's some other car or, or whatever it is. But 
leaving the door open with the fucking keys in the car. Or Marty McFly. As Huey Hello, Lewis said, it's McFly. just too loud. It's just too loud. He can't hear it anymore. His ears are <laughs> ears are shut. He's in a zone of silence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really my only qualm with this movie. Um, I got some qualms, but I also have a logic gap that I want to ask about. Yeah. I think I have it figured out. Um, yeah. No other person other than old man Biff, calling, I'm calling old man Biff, mm-hmm. has like, oh, I'm about to die when he leave the time machine. Um, and I'm assuming it's just because when at the beginning too, or at the end, no, at the beginning, at the beginning, I forget. Wherever he says "brace for temporal jump," whatever, and oh, his yeah. band's yeah. a brace. And I'm assuming that's what he like, takes brace. the wind out I think of it's old a, man like, Biff. Like like old people shouldn't be on roller coasters type thing. Because he, like like he looks like he's melting. Yeah, he looks like Howl's moving castle. Well, there's a deleted skin. scene where he disappears. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. There's a deleted scene in which after he comes back from like uh, get, delivering like, the almanac. That I was going to say, he looks here. like how Marty looks when he's playing guitar and all they, sweaty and sick. In the movie, they um, in the one that we saw, um, you yeah, see cool. Biff behind a car like, like Ugh, and they cut just before in this deleted scene where he actually disappears. <gasps> because oh, what he does anymore. changed. Nice. Earlier, uh, his version, of it. and so yeah. it was well, much that's, darker. <laughs> that's but weird. that makes imagine sense. A, yeah, that doesn't make a world sense. Of like of of like just imbibing in like drugs and alcohol and like you have infinite and you're rich. Like that, you're gonna that, die sooner. That only makes sense in in, in the a world story changes. standpoint, but not in a timeline standpoint because that timeline should still be intact. Because the way right. that they said like if we go back lines. to the future, then it's like it's only the future of this alternate timeline, not the future where. You lost the magazine. Mm. But Biff would be an entirely different, like, his life would be completely, like, this Biff that we have is the down and out, like, had a car detailing service, that kind of thing, like, barely made it by. Whereas the new Biff would be living somewhere completely different, uh, different, like, so his version of himself. This is the timeline logic thing, because if that is true that there's a, that timeline still intact, wouldn't the 1955 Marty not disappear? That's true. Well, that's also the question of like. So it's if just Biff's it's successfully... kind of like applying the same logic from the first film to this one when Biff disappears. Like, shouldn't they disappear well, out it, of it's, this future? I mean, also it's it's change? just at that point where it's like, why does Biff disappear, and then why does Lorraine's boobs not grow immediately? Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's those kind of things where it's like that that works for the story to show the consequence. Maybe it's just of like because that done. he exists; they exist outside the timeline, technically. Well, yeah, and that wasn't that the thing. Like, based on your timeline, like only things would can well, correct. Well, he was being they almost deleted, though. Altered. Yeah, um, he was almost dead in the first one, right? So, like, if something, Marty, Marty, yeah, he almost disappeared. Yeah, mm-hmm. if Biff changed eighty five, that new isn't that twenty fifteen. The now, only like, thing I can explain gone? is that it the the people who disappear are people who exist outside the timeline that have time traveled and been in the DeLorean, hmm. uh, and so they don't belong to either timeline, really. So, anyway, um, but also you've seen how he drives in the fifties, so yeah. he may have just gotten himself fucking. Yeah, he might have hit yeah. a truck. Uh, anyone else got qualms? Um, I have. I what I love about our show is having to watch things with such with so much more like attention to detail. attention and like Awareness, it used to bother say. me that Marty was in the back seat of Biff's car talking on a walkie-talkie. While Biff's oh, yeah. driving, I'm like, yeah, he's got the top down, but it's not that loud. He could hear it, but then I noticed, so dumb, Biff is adjusting the radio like 
like he's picking up something like that's he thinks yeah. he's hearing that and like music too. Yeah. I'm going to share something well, that, in the third and when we do the third episode for tomorrow come back um yeah. that I totally missed after seeing these movies over decades many Ooh. many times Countless that I'm times. like Josh so was this a qualm or not jo- well I was can, didn't can I <laughs> what, did you listen qualm. I said it used to be a qualm <laughs> and then so I was explaining not why qualm. it wasn't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to talk sense. about it <laughs> uh, two flies uh, same gun I'll, I'll do my, my t- one particular is this is what I think is like and I, I hate to coin it this way, but I call this the Joss Whedon problem. Um, and it's not like a Joss Whedon problem, but it's like what Joss Whedon did with the Avengers made it where every Marvel movie is like, we have to be like the Avengers movie. We can't have any identity for ourselves. Where Robert Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg's collaboration on this film allowed for Steven Spielberg to say, hey, use some of my properties that you can have access to. Jaws. So Jaws um, and... Uh, other things like that. So um, it, it's that well, kind of... They also had Universal Properties, which is the the Good, Bad, Ugly series. With yeah, Clint yeah, Wood. with Clint Eastwood, yeah. And also it's um, the sense of um, like going back to 1955, which I, I said I really enjoyed, but I realized like when you enjoy something really good, then everyone feels like they have to do the same thing. Um, and I feel like that's what happened with sequels it, after this film. Like the 90s was wrought with sequels that are just like, Let's just do the same thing we did last and then just change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, just change your name, you know, like just change it up a little bit. You know, it's that little meme with the homework. Um, and it's not like it's a pure qualm on the film, but it's like, like kind of like, hey, because of this, now intertextuality exists. And now it's going to be a weird pull, but it's hard not to think about like TM and the Teenage Ninja Turtles. Mutant live action Ninja Turtles. You'll, you'll, you'll get there, man. <laughs> the, TMNT the live one, action. The third one is like, you know, rural Japan or whatever it is. So it's like going back in time and it's, it feels, yep. it feels different than the other two. That's more of an egregious, like, example, I would say but. that the, the sequels feel way worse than the first one in general. Yeah. Yeah. Typically. Um, but no, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy where it's just like, uh, I feel like this is almost like the birthplace of intertextuality of like, do everything you can to hit the audience's emotional spots. Um, at, for whatever the cost, um, this paved the way, this, uh, this paved the way and this did it in a good way. But not everyone's Robert Zemeckis. Not everyone's no. Bob Gale. Not everyone is um, uh, Neil Canton. So like I, not I everyone's can't, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. So it's like uh, nope. in a way you showed everyone something really good, but now you have a bunch of imitators, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a very interesting thing where I feel like I think maybe that's why. Oh, the reason why as a kid I really didn't like it is because I didn't like the dark timeline. Um, oh, I yeah. hated. I didn't like. Uh, I'm going to say this in the most politically incorrect way I can say it. I didn't like big tittied uh, Lorraine. Like it scared the shit yeah. out of me. Where I was just like, "What happened to her?" Oh, like you look so. I mean, they basically big. framed framed it all as like she's a monster. Like, like, well, like it also, wasn't just waking up to uh, young mom. It's waking up to the most like monstrous quote unquote version. Where I guess she's like not even like. She's had to sacrifice all of the like parts that were not good about her, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like well, she she's like, like com- this completely opposite of what we knew and loved about her, so to speak. Right? Like, she, she's opposite. like she's basically like a, a slave in this person. No, she is a hundred percent. Like her and, standards are gone. Her like 
you know. Well, no, it's her it's, power is it, gone. It's just really sad. It's abusive um, as, as an adult, yeah. I realized why I uh, like it doesn't hurt me, and I understand what happened to it. But it's actually a really it's like the death of the character because yeah. uh, her husband dies, and she still loves him. Was murdered. Uh, murdered. Not just and dies. She is now literally like. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, but she's symbiotic to Biff. Like, if she doesn't have him, then all her fucking kids, like, pretty much go by the wayside. And at the end of the day, she submits to him. She says, like, he was right, I was wrong, I had it coming. And it's like, that's like the telltale sign of, like, the toxic relationship, the abusive relationship, domestic violence. And uh, as an adult, I, I get to engage with it in a level where, as a kid, I was just like, I don't like it because yeah. it's scary. I'm enough. uncomfortable. I don't like this. Well, it's scary because it's I, different. I, I, I think I just didn't like the, like, I think all the prosthetics I saw, but now as an adult, I'm like, I get to enjoy it because I'm like, wow, they did everything they can to make sure each character was different. Because I think as a kid, too, I did not like um, uh, fucking Griff. Um, I hated the... It's like, oh God, stop. Just stop with yeah. the performance. Every, everything <laughs> about the <laughs> super future, dark timeline future, um, the because they were playing them up, they were almost so big that that's like too too big, too well, overbearing, too I much. I think for me as a kid, it was like I was already a boomer and I was just like, I don't like change. And oh, you were <laughs> a boomer like, as a child? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and then as, but the, as a kid, I really enjoyed the 1955 stuff. And so mm. like for me as an adult, now I get to be like, okay, this is what you're doing. This is your argument and this is how I have to engage with it. This is the ride you're taking me on. And so it's just fun to inter- engage with it now, but I can realize like why, I don't know, I guess... You know, some critics have this as a lower score than other, you know, than the other films. So hmm. it's it's interesting, and but I also think that's stupid, and you should just engage with the film. Uh, who else has qualms? <laughs> I I don't have any like concrete qualms because it is one of those things where I was more comfortable qualms? with this film when I was a kid. Um, I'm I'm for some reason very bothered about leaving Jennifer in the trash. <laughs> I, like I know that. Like the the I mean, the technically immediate... it's recycling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I'll also for for the first thirty minutes of the f- second film, it's all recycling the same shots. Yeah, but it was supposed to be a couple hours, I think, right? Originally, the film was. No, like how long they left were her? supposed to be leaving her back? Oh 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 there. oh oh yeah! I like there were it was just for that meeting, but then it kind of. Yeah, but I mean, um, th- that whole kind of falls apart when you realize like. Every time Doc has to go and then still doesn't do what he's supposed to do. Right. Like, yeah. Also, why is he, how is he late all the time? Isn't this his thing? Isn't he supposed to be Mr. Time, Dr. Lord? Oh, that means nothing. I, just, I don't know why it's going to keep her in the car. <laughs> keep her in the passenger seat. Yeah. There, there, I felt, well, I guess if she like woke up and flailed. Then and the then, police would never find her and take her back and we would never see that old family. That's true. They would have had something. Uh, Christopher Lloyd could have explained well, because it they in actually such a way. Fixed it would have been great. What they went there to I noticed um watching it again, they fixed what they went there to do yeah. quickly. Yeah. And it's like the movie would have ended 30 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, all right. Drama. <laughs> drama. And just because drama. I think it's been pointed out somewhere, I can't remember where, but like it's not really a qualm, but it's just a funny detail that like there's no way 50 years of sports statistics would fit into like something that small. <laughs> oh, We're talking every I don't sport. think it's I don't think it's full statistics. I think, I think it's, it's just, just like the scores Still, because I've, and also I lot. mean yeah, it's interesting because also they did talk about dust uh dust resistant paper. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you don't know. You don't know, baby. It could be fold outs. I guess 
that is also a like like it's obvious of how quickly one thing can like butterfly effect change. So if he's betting on sports teams, wouldn't that, that change. change the makeup of the teams based on how he bets? Probably. And that's so. the thing where it's like, would it? We could pick apart. It's, I mean, if you I'm think about like, the Aaron Sorkin mentality of betting on numbers versus betting on teams, yes, mm-hmm. because people don't, because the way Dep- baseball yeah, changed, how you bet. baseball changed because of that mentality of like, we don't get runs, we get uh, we get hits. And so, like, if they, like, know, like, okay, whatever Biff is hitting, it kind of, like, becomes, like, inside trading. And it becomes, like, Mm. prediction, stock market trading. So, again, this is one of those, like, if you start tearing apart all the logic shit. Specifically, when you bet, you usually bet on just the score. Not necessarily players or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So, I I don't think it would change too much. Yeah. Hmm. But if it it would happen, I feel like it would have an effect on the world, for sure. It did. Well, in that it made him a lot of money, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it affected the entire. But also, Hill Valley became Mad Max. Hill Valley, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, it also which makes doesn't me look think that bad. I mean, he, down the... he won a lot, and often mm-hmm. so it. He doesn't have a, a nuclear. There's power a part of me that goes to. Yeah, like I was going to say if. it wasn't just the betting though. He then invested it in other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just like you know, I'm kind of like exploring Caitlin's thing of like, what if like the sports teams. Like, oh, Biff Tannen bet on this, and then they start paying attention to his bets, and maybe they start adjusting their team. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, like, exploring her, her Yeah, no, it, it, it like, is a, it's a rabbit hole. And I think also what people possibly can do is you can have coaches be like, all right, Biff, what's the team? Mm. You, just take, you just take the easy way out and say, in this timeline, it didn't happen that way. Yeah. In a timeline where no in one remembers timeline, Mark, no one, no one remembers Calvin that. Klein... No one remembers no one that remember. Biff just makes money. <laughs> Lorraine just looked up Calvin Klein when she got older and was like, oh, I guess maybe that's what he looked like. Okay, fair enough. He went on to become all famous and, and make, make underwear. Uh, any other qualms? Not, not no, really. Sir. Okay. I guess we move on to the final part of the show. Josh's rating. favorite. The rating. Higgins. Go re- uh, we'll go reverse. reverse so that means me first. first. No, oh, me oh, first. You. Oh, yeah, my bad. Five. Five for Corey. Oh. I wouldn't change a damn thing about this film. I think I'm next, right? Yes. Yeah, then it would be Ali. Uh, same. Five. Wouldn't change a <gasps> thing. Okay. Oh, it's me now. <laughs> um, I give it a 4.9. <gasps> there yeah. is, it's just not, like, to me... Something I th- and that's the thing. It's like I can't f- put a finger onto it, but like mm-hmm. I, I, it's not where f- where the first one it was. Um, sure, I get that's that. It. Josh, five. Yeah, here it comes. Kaylin, here it comes. Oh shit! <laughs> For today, it's gonna be. Today. 4.9. For today. 4.9. I, I actually feel the exact same way, Tom. There's something I can't put my finger on, but it's just not as like synced and snappy as slick. the first one was. Yeah, it wasn't as slick. Like, it's still really good. And I'm, am I going to watch and it, it again? It does a 100%. lot more than what other films do. Yes. And um, while the majority of the Nerd Nation was incorrect, we still have to give a shout out to Charlotte and Mora. 
Hey. Moira. Hey, Moira. Yeah. For guessing uh, hey. correctly, both guessing either uh, Tom or Caitlin on that one. Ah, nice. good job. As the Grumps. That's it. We're the awesome. Grumps. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening or watching this the second part of our three-part trilogy anniversary event. Um, really appreciate you all for um, being around uh, for three years. Three years we've been doing this. Three Pretty years. awesome. Nice. Hundreds of episodes we have done. Um, all sorts of really fun stuff. Uh, if you are new to NerdOn, welcome. Nice to have Hi. you. Uh, do stop by our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information of everything that we do, all the linky links. Um, yeah, check out our Twitch. We stream practically every day, and we do things from there's there's sometimes there's writing, sometimes there's games, sometimes there's magic, sometimes there's nudity. Just kidding. There's no nope, nudity. That's but. well. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a special tier. Yeah, it's He's a special tier. He's talking about new things. There's yeah. new things. There's nudity. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Nude skin tones. Yeah. Um, do stop by, rate, and review us wherever you listen. That kind of stuff. It not only um, helps us to grow because it's feedback. We we grow from that, but it also makes us feel all warm and cozy because we we get it, yeah. we screenshot it, we share it with each other, and it's just a it's just a really good feeling. I like it. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, we will see you uh, tomorrow. See you? No, we won't see you. You'll hear us. We'll be around. We'll, we'll be around tomorrow. We'll be around for part three. <laughs> But if you're watching this, you'll see us tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. So uh, in we, time, in time. But that's it. Woof. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Ending broadcast.